All right. This is Conscious of Crazy. Um, in a sense, knowing what's right and what's wrong versus a mentally unsound mind. This is Conscious Said. And um, I have a very special guest with me, um, Melanin Boulevard. Go on ahead once again for the people. Uh, introduce yourself. All right. Yep. Um, so uh, I guess let's give a little background. So when did you get started, and uh, what motivated you to get started uh, uh, with your message of your podcast and etc. Um, well, I always wanted to like, be in radio. Okay. So, as time went on, and I kind of saw the trend of podcasting grow, figured it that I could just start my own. Instead of asking to be at somebody's table, I just start my own. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's where that motivated from, and I knew I had something to say um, and something to talk about my ideas and um, certain places that I stand um, in my thought process maybe aren't like everyone else. Yeah. So I like to, I, I, I wanted to present something that gave a different point of view. Okay. Um, so give others the opportunity that have different points of view, the opportunity to express themselves in a safe and free space. Um, mm. So that's the way that started. Um, I'm going into my third year of podcasting. Okay. Uh, so excited about that. It's been a great journey. I've been able to meet a lot of people um, virtually. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Um, and it just opens up a lot of doors. And, um, I, I'm just excited to see it grow. So. That's kind of where I'm at with that. Definitely, yeah. Definitely um, similar background as well. Um, I feel like it was a, a need to start. I felt like conversations needed to be had. That's the same reason why I started podcasting as well. But uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so well, we, we got some things, you know, some trending topics recently. It's, it's a lot of things to touch on. Um, um, let's see. Um What's been on your radar lately? Because uh, there's been a lot on my radar. I guess we could start it there. You know, I don't watch a lot of news. Okay. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> there's some things that um, come across my feed. Okay. Um, like on social media or the little, uh, the, you know, some of the websites that I try to be up on. Okay. Um, the big thing right now for me is the whole Dwayne Wade situation. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, what that I wanted. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's feeling like they need to have an opinion. I can see it from both sides, right? Okay. One side is, it's not really our business, right? <laughs> that is <laughs> true. Going on that is true. There's a lot of kids out there being molested yeah. and raised by family members and nobody says anything. Exactly. But now we have an opinion on how this father feels like he should parent his child because yeah. it's like, for me, I don't really like to speak on that situation when it comes to like transgender. Yeah. Because um, I don't know. That's, that's, honest, that's my honest truth. Yeah. I don't know. I've not been in that position where my child, I have three girls, 
completely and I, I'm definitely on Boosie's side but um yeah when I yeah like like first hearing about it I I just felt a, a certain type of way um I feel like yeah like I feel like a child is like he's a uh, 12 I don't think you really know yourself truly or you like your yeah your moods or your your mindset is really consistent at that age um it's a lot of things I was doing at twelve. <laughs> it's like, it's like I was, yeah. It's like your mind's changed all the time. I thought I, I wanted to be a police officer at one point. Like, I wanted to be yeah. a firefighter at one point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just design buildings now. It's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a drafter. Like I don't, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I think it's kind of scary. But going to it, it is, and the way that like this time. I feel like they're allowing their child to be more out there just because they're trying to be as flexible as possible because they feel that their son is his son's game. Yeah. And I have a I have a uh, I have an 11-year-old. Yeah. And I when when it when they first like when Gabrielle Union first took him to the pie parade and like, pop pop and like had his nails done and all this, I was like, mm, that's not age appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> first of all. Yeah. Exactly. We just got a lot of that going on. Got, you know, yeah, I just feel like definitely like I think he even said in an interview at three, he's like, Dad, I know. Like, I think that's a little twisted to me. And I feel like even as a father, I mean, I, I can't really get on Dwayne Wade as a father because he loves his um, his child genuinely regardless. But I feel like it's a constant trend of feminizing our men. And I feel like we I feel like he shouldn't give up on his son so soon or. I feel like his son could end up down the line, just like Boosie said, changing his mind at 16, falling in love with a queen or something. Right. And, you know what I'm right. saying? Getting that That's operation cool. done is twisted. But, yeah. Yeah, it's too early. Like, you haven't even fully developed. Your brain isn't even fully developed. It's not, like yeah. You're like in your early 20s. So yeah. why are we allowing these kids to make these life-altering decisions? Exactly. And think that it's okay and, and it's not okay. Exactly. And at three years old, I, my kids weren't, like, I can make this comparison to my kids, like, I know yeah. all kids are the same, but kids aren't worried about that. They just want to play and eat cake in the morning, like, <laughs> exactly. that's all they're really worried about. Sugars, yeah, so, sugar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, the, about the whole, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm
Like, yeah. And the thing is, like, like yeah. Yeah, like Caitlyn Jennings, like Caitlyn, like he was like sixty years old. Like that was a solid decision. Like he, he, he was struggling with this for sixty some years. Like, but yeah, I feel like twelve is too soon to, you know, to make that decision. I feel like we just once again just give in to the play that they're the agenda they're trying to make for. I feel like our, our black man they're trying to feminize this guy, and recently, um, uh, so it was a. It's a movie called. Well, it's a it's a Marvel film coming out, coming out soon. This Marvel film, um, the the externals, and they got actor Brian Tyree Henry. Okay, he he's in the film. I was I was glad to know that he was in the film. Like, okay, he got a role in the film. Okay, cool. And then find out he's playing an individual that, you know, and then first headlines. I've been I read up on it yesterday. So. Marvel's first gay kiss, like, okay, like, all right, really Marvel? Okay, and then just to find out that he's going to be the individual, explain, you know, giving that gay kiss to another male individual, like, yo, this is twisted, like, why would you, I wouldn't agree to that role, <laughs> it's like, it's like, is, is this something you got to tell me, Brian? Like, yeah, this is like, I, once again, I can't judge another man if, you know, different Different strokes for different folks, but yeah, I was like, dang, like, why would you give into like they already trying to feminize? Now they're gonna give Marvel the first gay kiss and have a black man that, based on his character, wife and kids. Like, why you're gonna change his character? Like the character he's based off is was a family man, you know, a straight man, and now he's a gay black man. Now, like, it's twisted. It's so definitely. A black man. Exactly. They trying to they yeah, trying to get that. Marvel Marvel ain't stupid. They trying to get that you know the LGBTQ bag. I ain't no fool. Like they trying to they trying to fit in where they could get in. You know what I'm saying it's it's twisted to me, man. It's, it's just crazy. But yeah, what's your feelings on that and like the trends that you're seeing with our black men and you know in today's society? How you feel about that? Is it Consistent thing, am I conscious or crazy? <laughs> um, I think that it's, there's always been men that's been attracted to men. Exactly, there's that is true. Been that just like there's you know women that's attracted to women, like we're human beings and we like what we like. That's true. Yeah. But I think that um, I think that we as a people should maybe adjust the way that we view masculinity and not okay. maybe say that uh, their masculinity is being compromised because they're gay. Okay, Because you yeah. can be extremely masculine. Exactly, right? that's true. And like men, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't, I think that maybe if we can change that narrative, that I think that'll be okay because um, having an open dialogue and, and allowing our black men to be open with how they truly Yeah. 
when they're not okay. But I'm feeling okay to express when, you know, I like guys, you know. And um, yeah. it, you, guys, you guys have not always had that, that space to express that. Am I correct? I, I definitely agree and I, I just yeah. I just hate to you know I just just to find out like they put a twist on a character that isn't gay at all yeah. <laughs> that that bothers the it hell out of me <laughs> it's like what it the fuck yeah came to that, you let's know? make him gay yeah but not only feel like, well, we'll give you your black superhero, but under yeah. one condition, one condition, you're gonna be gay. It just bothers me, yeah. But yes, I feel like it's definitely, definitely conversations we have to have as a community, definitely, because um, it's some individuals that is lost and you don't know who to talk to about these feelings they have. I can definitely agree. It's, you know, I feel like that, that definitely, you know, and and it, I feel like yeah, that that definitely, you know, in every any man's any man's mind, they have different thoughts every now and then. I feel like I feel like it happens to the you know every day, and you know. Stay away from so, soy brothers. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it also affects the women's reproductive system. Definitely. Where, you know, they're pushing soy, and I don't, I don't eat soy, I don't feed my kids soy, um, where it will make them not be able to be fertile. So exactly. So there, there's, there's always other factors involved, but I think as a whole, as a people, you know, there's different ways that we can handle it, but don't be blind to the fact that there's definitely... Um, plans out there that are are factors in contributing to population control. Yeah, I'm glad you touched on that. How can we stop these people from reproducing? Exactly. You know, they're giving women, they're giving our black women hysterectomy for no reason. They are um, causing our black men not to be as fertile as they should be. So there's a lot of factors that play into that. And um, when, for from the one for a woman, when your hormones aren't ironed out, you can grow a full beard. Mm. So the same thing can happen to a man. Like, if yeah. his hormones are not balanced or they do the his hormones, there's going to be an effect in some way. Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, seen some, you know, ain't trying to make light of it, but yeah, seeing some queens with five o'clock shadows just had me questioning, like, what's going on? What's, what's, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, it's definitely, and then just to tie back again, like, yeah, I feel like, if you want to make that decision to tra- transform yourself, definitely, like, you, you can't make that decision at 12. I think that's that's crazy. I don't think you can make that decision at 12. But, and, yeah, it's it's constant battles with, um, it's, it's definitely warfare, definitely. And I didn't realize that, you know, all these foods can definitely alter 
things, and it's, it's serious out here. And they playing chess out here with all the fools we eating. People don't understand. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's twisted. But, yeah. It's an experiment. <laughs> yeah, the project. Yeah, yeah, the projects. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Hmm. So what what you think we should do as a um, so hmm, I guess overall what are some steps you feel like we have to because I feel like twenty well I know technically twenty twenty haven't started yet and <laughs> be that dude <laughs> I count so you I know March like yeah it's still twenty nineteen <laughs> but yeah it's definitely twenty nineteen still but um what what you think we should do you know, I, like the key topics we was going to touch on was like, the, you know, the black love. Like, what, what do you feel have been our, um, you know, have we went the places where we went backwards and which and the places where we should go forward as a people, you know, growing in, in these next years to come in this country? One thing I would say is don't allow uh society and what you see on TV to have you thinking that yeah. black women don't love black men and black men don't love black women. It's some hypnotism out here. Not, yeah, it's hypnotism. Yeah. TV hypnotized people, if you want to say. Yeah, so they try to act like, you know, that it's a lot of, it's a lot more interracial relationships versus, you know, black relationships, and that's not true. Yeah. Um, I don't know the statistics off my head, but it's not true. It's not true, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think the biggest thing is, one, is starting with yourself. I had um, DJ Moultrie from Black Equity Network on her podcast hey, a few weeks ago. Salute, yeah. And he said, start with self when it came to the financial, right? Yeah. But when it comes to, to love, of course, you have to start with yourself. Oh, definitely. you got to love yourself only as a black person. Yeah. Like, this is who I am. You know, whether I like this or that, I'm still a black person and, and like love holds yourself on a pedestal. Yeah. Now, if we all were to hold something we gotta do yeah definitely yeah it's definitely yeah yeah I definitely agree we uh yeah it's it's definitely hard to if you don't love yourself or even if you don't even know where to start self-love you know it's definitely a struggle like yeah definitely it's it's a battle every day if you look into the mirror and you're not 100% certain about yourself it's definitely gonna be a struggle to bring somebody else in your aura you know to start you know, a relationship with, or, you know, grow something with, it's definitely, it's definitely rough, it's kind of like, um, trying to grow some plants in a, you know, in a dry sprout, like, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's gonna be hard, <laughs> it's gonna be definitely hard, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, you can't be broken and feel like you are going to, um, be able to, be 100% in the relationship when you're not even 100% with yourself. Yeah. You know, if you don't heal from certain things, you, 
you always hurt the people that you love when, exactly. you're, not, when you're not fully healed or not even, you don't even have to be healed, but aware yeah. of what has brought you to a certain place. You being aware of that will make you more conscious of yeah. how you treat people and what will trigger you and how you react to those things and how you treat other people when that happens. So yeah. simply being aware can, can make a huge difference. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we are, I think yeah, after a while if someone's hurt exactly in a relationship they got they got baggage, I feel like it's it's gonna be hard to start a relationship if you got baggage like that you haven't you know, you got a closet you haven't cleaned out with and cleaned up and you, you got you got somebody moving a moving their clothes in, like it's gonna be it's kinda rough. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be scattered clothes and you know, this this organization, you know, I feel like it's definitely important. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And go to counseling. Everybody, yeah. everybody needs to go to counseling. You got to talk to somebody. Exactly, because um, yeah. I was listening to this interview. Um, Big Sean had to sit down with uh, Joe Budden, and he's real, like, he's talking like, yeah, people in my circle, you know, it's certain limits to a conversation you can have with people that's there, that's close to you in your circle, and et cetera, but it's kind of different to offload your your baggage or information you haven't shared with somebody that doesn't know you can't judge you. you know what I'm saying I think that's why counseling is definitely important and meditation, etc. Like definitely important. Clearing the mind is is definitely key. And um definitely needs definitely myself looking into, you know, counseling as well is definitely it's good for the mind. I think we gotta look for tools because I feel like mentally as a people I think as we both know is we uh, we took a you know, the biggest toll as a people mentally has been mental warfare, you know, for like 400 plus years now with our people. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a battle. We got to retrain the mind. Yeah, we got to, depro- yeah, we got to, you know, reprogram and deprogram everything. So we mm-hmm. got to get rewired out here. And some people carrying that baggage, <laughs> you know, carrying that, you know, you got to get, got to get reprogrammed out here. Definitely. I think, um, you know, even when you, you don't necessarily have to have anything going on in your life. Like, everything could be okay. Exactly. But touching base with that someone that's like, can check on you and really, you can just express how you're feeling. That is everything, you know, after, you know, even if you go once a month, every three months or whatever. Yeah. Right now I go every week because I need that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and so... I look forward to it every week, like, okay, now I get to unload, and then I get to leave and feel refreshed. Yeah. And um, even for people who have children, like, learning how to communicate with your kids oh, yeah. is important because how we treat them on a day-to-day basis, and it might not even be anything that we realize would affect them, yeah. it can take them left or right. Yeah, so definitely. So touching base with them and um, just understanding them better um, and understanding that they're an individual, that they they can't necessarily walk like you did, or they may not be able to handle the things that you went through, and understanding that how to how to treat them as a human. Yeah, I think that's important, and and I feel like we need to be open to uh, understanding that our kids are human too. Exactly. You know, the because I said so stuff doesn't work anymore. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I said so. Like, what? What? You, go right. to bed I, now. It's like, it I'm not tired. <laughs> yeah. Because I said so, and I said my ass now. 
Exactly, yeah. But, you know, DJs, it really doesn't work like that. It's a lot of um, influence out there that we didn't have growing up. And so they see a lot more, and they have a lot more questions, and we can't just push them off and say, because I said so. Exactly. Because if, if they're looking for something, and, they're, and they first look for it with you, yeah. because I said so, now they're going to look somewhere else. So exactly. It's like, well, yeah, what is, who's God? Cause it's like, because I said so. Like, what? It's like, yeah. It's like, um, but yeah, I feel like yeah. kind of ties in, you know, just to flip it a little bit. You know, the media definitely plays that game because I said so. I feel like with our people, and as an example, I'm glad. Um, I feel like you can bring value to this. Uh, it's what I'm about to lob to you. Um, so with Gail King, you know, and I feel like it's a constant bashing of our. I think I'm I'm a hundred thousand percent sure the media hates <laughs> hates hates brother people with melanin. <laughs> it's like, you know, the brothers out here, you know, bashing. Kobe Bryant, this man just passed, you know, and you're going to bring, like, this is convenient to bring this up now. <laughs> it's like, right, you know, what happened three weeks ago? Y'all wouldn't say nothing. And it's all, I feel like it's all, it's all a game of distraction just to take over conversations or things that they're covering up. Like, let's distract them again. Kobe, like, mm-hmm. but yeah, what was your opinion? Because I'm with Bill Cod, like, sadly, Bill Cod being Snoop Dogg, you know, had a, you know, had a moment. For the culture, <laughs> it's like, but yeah, what's your opinions on that? Because I feel like it's ridiculous, man. Like, like the lies. Um, first, first thing first was is that um, I was a Kobe fan from I was a Laker fan, period. Yeah. From before Kobe. Okay. When Kobe got on the team, I was a Kobe fan. Okay. <laughs> like it was, it was like I don't deal with Iverson. It's Kobe all day. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. AI's my guy. <laughs> yeah, and he and he's amazing, but look what happened to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't have a team. He definitely doesn't. <laughs> he didn't have he a team. But um, I feel like man, that that day took took a lot out of me. Yeah, it was shocking and unbelievable, and even to this day, I'm just still in shock. Like, yeah. I can't believe something like that would happen. Um, yeah, people are disgusting. Yeah. Uh. And when Gail Key let them set her ass up. That's, exactly. Me, she needed to quit her that. damn job if she getting set up like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they set her up for failure because you could have been had this conversation. Exactly. It's been years since that case has passed. And like literally. You had time. Yeah. What was your time then? And, and the thing that I have an issue with when it comes to Oprah and Gail is yeah. that they don't speak on the yeah. people. Weinstein ass. Like. Yeah, they're Smiling. not on him. Yeah, you gotta, buddy, buddy. yeah, he got a walking cane and everything. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. So they 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 contribute to the exploitation of our, of the black men, and I tell you, dead wrong. He needs to be in jail. Yeah. Whatever they whatever Sick. they need to do to him, they need to do it. Mental, yeah, mental, but, yeah. I don't, yeah, exactly. And he, and he's messed up. The system, you know, our community, our system failed him. Yeah. But now he's a grown man and everybody has choices, right? Yeah, nobody wanted so, to help him when he needed it. And it's like, right. no, no, you're good. And then now he's got to he's gotta probably serve 50-some years because we said, he, and, we was, you good. <laughs> and he deserves it. Yeah, so exactly. Needs to be in his ass in there, too. Yeah. Along him, with all the other people who are in, you know, the child trafficking and all of that, they need to be in there, too. Exactly. So. Agree. Yeah. Um, I, like, the exemption, whatever exemption, 
Yeah. 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 Y
build once again you know thriving you know just thriving mindsets for for one another you know make black history month every month in our mindset you know let's make history we're going to i think um if we can create a world for ourselves where um individually we consciously continue to think about how am i putting back into the black community what am i doing on a daily basis that is contributing back to our community how am i keeping this dollar that i have in my hand circulating within our community it's hard because there's no walmart and Mm -hmm. albertson's and that's black owned right exactly so it's got to be gradually yeah so um for me, I'm so thankful with where I am yeah. in business, and I don't even like to say career, because do I have a career? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I'm out here doing my thing. Yeah. Um, I've been able to create a world where I can choose the people that I want to be around, and I want to be around my black people. That's I don't want to work with white people. Hey, exactly. Um, <laughs> no. And that's just how I feel. You know, yeah. there's some sprinkle in there here and there, but... Because the thing is... Um, the thing is, they made that norm, and we just got to get back to that norm with helping each other. Cause it's norm to them. Like start a, like it's it's a it's like scratching. Like it's it's, it's something yeah. that is yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, we have to control our dollar. We have to. We have to um, get control of that dollar and stop uh, putting our money in places that doesn't benefit us. Because Gucci don't care about us, mm-hmm. you know. Um, these jewelers that are from the Middle Eastern, they don't, they don't care about us. Oh yeah, they don't care. They, they, they know where the money is. Uncut gems, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't care about us. They don't. And that's facts. Um, yeah. So, you know, for me, I'm just really thankful for where I am and where I'm going to be. And we do a lot of black events, mm-hmm. a lot of community events, a lot of events where we can keep that black dollar circulating, where we support these small black businesses, because in order for us to be big black businesses, we mm-hmm. got to support the small ones. Exactly. Um, you know, these, these, front, these, these clothing stores that can that have competitive pricing and that, that are in the mall, like, we should be there. Yeah. Why does why do they get to use our culture and profit off our culture? But exactly. We can't have a store. You know what I mean. We can't have one. So, you know, distributing company. You know, record labels and etc. We can't have no distributing company. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There should be more black grocery stores. It shouldn't be like, oh my god, they opened a the black grocery store in Missouri. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't be new. Exactly, it a should not be new. Hair store. Yeah. yeah, you mean to tell me the hair that I want for my black head? I it's it's something amazing that I went to a black owned hair store. Like it shouldn't be that yeah. things that that we only reuse. Ain't nobody else using grease. I'm just saying yeah. I don't know who uses grease out there, but I'm just saying. Yeah. As an example, <laughs> if you want your more your mur, you, your mur can. Why are we buying this from black? Why you know? Why are we not buying this? who look like that yeah. um, even like support these black owned shoe 
Yeah. Oh, she's my definitely. Up. Definitely. Like a Master P. Salute to Master P. I stand with Master P. Salute to Master P's of the world and, you know, other other brothers that's doing it. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, like support these clothing companies. Support these shoe companies. Yeah. Support these, you know, people that's trying to help you create wealth. Yeah. Um, it, it's a lot of different ways that we can... Yeah. Um, move day to day. Um, like out here, we have a list of black-owned restaurants. Yeah. When I go out to eat, I try to make it a point to say, Yeah. Can I? Am I in an area where there's a black-owned restaurant? Yeah, we need to. So um, we need to get back to the green book. You know, with our yeah. own company. Yeah, exactly, because they got thriving communities, and I don't necessarily. I'm not trying to be like we got neighborhoods, but do we have that one thriving community as we used to? I think they took them all away. But we got neighborhoods, oh, yeah. of course. But yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yes, we have the neighborhoods we need. We're living on their land. To create a park. Yeah. So, um, can we, are we focusing on, um, sorry, my daughter just walked in. Um, do we necessarily need these neighborhoods that are, um, a certain section? Yeah. Me personally, no, we don't, because my name's green. Yeah. So, what I would do is, appreciate you definitely um salute to um, just a just a shout out salute to that that recent Malcolm X uh, documentary that came out and also um salute to uh, the photograph you know salute to that film we need more like it we need to embody 
um, the overall message of that uh, film, you know, on a daily basis. But yeah, definitely. Um, um, I guess anything else to say for the people? Uh, give your information out and um, anything else? Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Rach the Gym, R-A-C-H-D-A-G-E-M. You can look that up on Instagram. And my podcast is Melanin Boulevard. Boulevard is abbreviated on Instagram and Facebook. Um, new, new, new episode drops every Thursday. Um, last couple weeks have been rough. I don't know what's been going on, but... Are you alright, family? <laughs> I'm getting back on track <laughs> um, with episodes dropping weekly. And um, just really looking forward to, like, staying connected and, um, you know, just seeing what this year has to offer. So I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. No problem. Definitely. Definitely uh, one, one of many episodes we definitely probably had together. Appreciate you. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one more thing. Okay. Now, I know you mentioned the, the Green Book, right? Yeah. Here in Vegas, we actually have a magazine okay. that has a listing of, like, black businesses and restaurants. So, if you get a chance, make sure you follow Go Urban Vegas okay. on Facebook and Instagram. And, um, you know, even on my page, I'm always posting up, okay. you know, the black restaurants that I visit. And black events have happened in the city, so um, it's, it's, they're in every city, so you can go to, like, go urban Los Angeles and see what's going on in Los Angeles, so definitely trying to expand and make sure that we're aware of how we can support each other financially. Mm, definitely appreciate that, definitely appreciate that, Jim. <laughs> definitely, uh, I do that, definitely. Appreciate you, once again, salute to Melanin Boulevard. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, peace, peace. Bye.